Okie dokie. Uh, you're all wrong. I see you betting as to what I'm wearing. I am wearing a boring shirt today because I'm on the road and I don't have a closet to put my cool shirts in. Ha! <laughs> but you didn't see that coming, did you? Okay. So, uh, this has been a good week so far, right? Um, everything's starting to pop and why? Uh, <laughs> I am, um, the comments are like, I'm probably 30 second lag between what I say here and showing up and what you guys are saying there. Um, but yeah, the, the, the squeeze seems to be happening or at least a portion of it. Um, what I think is that this isn't the V squeeze. I think this is still uh, gamma from a lot of the stocks going in the money. Well, options going in the money last Friday, so they had uh, yesterday and today to buy up as many of those as they could. And now, because of a short week, uh, there's probably more gamma happening as more options go in the money and they have got to find even more shares. So we might see some really cool stuff by Friday if we're lucky. Yes, where's the Hawaiian shirt? The Hawaiian shirt's back in Seattle. So, sorry, you have to deal with that. Um, yeah, uh, uh, cost calls uh, beats by DeWood. <laughs> I don't think cost has calls. I don't think they they have enough shares to be able to offer offer uh, uh, offer call options on their stock. There's only like two million uh, shares in their um, float. Uh, okay, so I guess uh, we'll just do question and answer because I don't really have much to talk about other than that. Um, can I explain how the gamma squeeze becomes MOAS? Yeah. So the gamma squeeze is the result of either the price of the stock going high and all these naked call options that were that were sold by mar uh, market makers and everyone else. All of a sudden they've got to start finding shares to cover for those calls and that can drive the price higher. And then on a Friday when those the stock finishes at a higher price and a whole bunch of options go in the money, the rest of those options guys have basically the next two trading days to try to find as many shares as they can. So that can that can further the gamma squeeze. And so we saw the price just go above 60 today, which is nuts. And uh, going above 60 means that possibly by Friday, a whole host of more options go in the money and we get the gamma squeeze all over again. So this might be kind of a self-fulfilling cycle for a while on all these uh, meme stocks. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, that's how the gamma works. And then if, if the gamma keeps driving things higher and higher and higher and higher and higher, uh, it's very possible that someone might get margin called because now they're over leveraged on their GME or AMC stock or whatever other stock happens to be going higher. So uh, 359,928 options expiring Friday. That's a lot. That's 30 million shares, 35 million shares. Um, what effect will that have? That will have a huge gamma squeeze as they try to find those shares to uh, fill it all in. So, yes. Um, yeah. What will I do if this moons and you're without internet in the desert? <laughs> uh, 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 die alone and sad out there somewhere? <laughs> For some reason, the wilderness in Utah, Nevada, Arizona has great cell phone coverage. So, uh, yeah. Okay. Oh, I got my first, I forgot, I had put on Super Chat. Someone told me to put on Super Chat and I did it. I got my first one. So, um, Halo Zong, how do I, can I put that on the screen? Put you, nope. 
So hey Lazong, I don't know how to put this on the screen. I don't know how to do this stuff. Hey Lazong uh, asks, Hi Houston, can you please clarify if we can sell our calls during the squeeze, say price shoots up to 1,000 tomorrow, uh, who would buy the calls? My guess is the people who would buy those calls are probably the sellers of those calls. Because uh, if they can buy them from you now, it's cheaper than having to find the shares later. Uh, so my guess is the options houses would have to would be the ones buying those those options back uh, because they don't want to spend you know a buttload. I mean, so if if your calls are for like forty bucks or something and the price is at a thousand dollars, you give them forty dollars per share. They've got to find them for a thousand dollars a share. So it's gonna be cheaper for them to buy those calls and erase them from the market. That's uh. That's how that how that how that works, and oh, a second super chat! Holy crap, this is wild, and there's no question. But thank you, uh, PNCH Nelson, um, for doing that. That's awesome. I this helps buy a new tire <laughs> that I got a giant stick poked in the sidewall. Okay, uh, Cherith, I'm I'm I'm, I'm going to ruin your name, and I'm so sorry, Cherith Wick Rams Singh. Uh, what's your price prediction for AMC? Will it reach 1,000 in the next 60 days? Uh, that I am not entirely sure. Uh, you know, we're seeing that gamma squeeze right now, and depending on what effect the uh, Rule Five has when it goes into effect on the 13th, I think we can see weird stuff start to happen pretty soon. Um, and you know. If GameStop does this uh, crypto dividend that can cause GameStop to shoot up crazy fast if they announce that, then you know we can see uh, margin calls happen, and that could probably trigger AMC and everything else to start mooning. Um, that is what I'm thinking. So this next 60 days, I think there's going to be crazy stuff happening in the next 60 days for sure. I think crazy stuff the next two three weeks. Uh, Charith. Uh, Cole. Cole's, wow, Cole sent me. Man, I'm going to get this tire paid for in no time. Thank you <laughs> for donating. That's uh, fantastic. Okay, so let's see here. Let's see here. Sorry. Oh, this screen is so teeny tiny on my laptop and my eyes are terrible. So let's see here. Uh, from 19, Matt, do you have any insight into the specific actions a company can take if the voting at an annual shareholders meeting exceeds the float? Yes. Uh, I was just talking with somebody online about this, and they mentioned that there was a company that's, that had 20 million more votes than possible, and they sued the short hedge funds and got some sort of unnamed settlement. Uh, which might be the answer for AMC to generate a bunch of uh, capital without having to sell stock, is that Adam Aaron can look at the, the count total and then sue the hell out of the short hedge funds for uh, creating so many synthetic shares and get a nice healthy settlement out of that on top of whatever squeeze happens. So uh, yeah, I think, I think that's, a, that's a good path forward. Someone said AMC got $170 call options. Can you check? Let's let's open up the old uh, thing because my computer screen is going to be a nightmare to work with. And oops, 
and scroll to AMC and trade options. I uh, wonder what the date would be on that. Let's check the 18th and see what they have. Um, the 18th has $145 call options available and $145 for June 25th, July 2nd, 145 It looks like 145 seems to be the ceiling right now. I don't know when or where the 170s are, so they're not showing up. Okay. Um, gotta go back to my tiny little screen here. So at least, uh, no, I don't see 170 yet. All I see is 145. Hope that helps. <laughs> um, oh, Panish Nelson. Okay, sorry. Pinch, Pinch Nelson? <laughs> pinch, Pinch Nelson, okay. Uh, what's tomorrow looking like for you? What's tomorrow looking like for me? Um, well, Monkey Butt and I are going to uh, head back out of the desert once I get this new spare tire on because do not ever go into the outback without a spare tire. Don't ever do it. All right, hope that helps. <laughs> That's my off-road advice from a guy who destroys trucks on the regular. So if, if things go bonkers, I, I sold a, a call option uh, yesterday because I had to you know pay rent and sold for for seventeen hundred dollars and today it was worth seven thousand. But sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do. I still I only paid sixty bucks for it, so that was a killer deal on my part. Uh, thank you AMC for skyrocketing. Okay. Can the gov stop step in and stop the squeeze? Stop the squeeze. This is from John Gonzalez. The government can do whatever it's want, whatever it wants. Um, but you know, I think the government will have some problems with that simply because uh, a they're going to piss off a lot of people. B they're going to piss off a lot of rich people who are long on this. And C they're going to piss off a whole bunch of foreign investors who are angry at the U.S. markets as it is. Uh, so that's a, I don't think they'll do it until a bunch of people have made a lot of money first. Plus you gotta think about the taxes, right? Most of us are invested short term on this and less, less than a year. And so when it moons and we sell, we're paying 37% taxes on, on whatever we make. So that can be tens of billions, hundreds of billions of dollars for the federal government. And I think that's one of the things that the SEC and the Gov might be thinking, hmm, we have a lot of debt right now. If we let this thing moonshot, we can pay off a lot of it. So I think that's uh, pretty good. Okay, James P, uh, I'm st I am still pretty confused on how these synthetic shares become uncovered. Can you please help clarify how we uncover those? <clears throat> okay, um, we don't know which ones are synthetic as retail investors. I'm sure there are people at big funds and the clearinghouse who can point up specific accounts and see where these synthetics are. All we know is that a whole bunch of them exist. Um, so they get uncovered a couple of ways publicly. One is through uh, the vote tally. So um, AMC and GME have both you know, said, hey, uh, we're expecting more votes than shares exist. And they're kind of giving like a wink and a nod to the uh, uh, financial community, um, saying that you know expect expect to see more votes than are allowed to be cast, and this can can signal 
uh, that there's a whole bunch of synthetic shares out there. So that's pretty much how it gets uncovered on our end. Uh, and then we'll probably see when it moonshots and the squeeze happens, how many shares they had to buy in the end, which will be a lot. Okay. What is rule five? Uh, a couple people asked this. Rule five is the DTCC rule on uh, basically saying you can't use uh, deep in the money calls. So these hedge funds will buy uh, calls for two and three years out and they will uh, not exercise them. They're deep in the money. They may have bought the calls or $5 or whatever. And what they'll do is, is that they'll tell their lenders, hey, I've got this covered. I've got enough shares. But really, all they have are these call options that they haven't exercised yet. So rule five is saying you can't pretend like your uh, your position is covered unless you actually exercise those calls. And for how many millions of shares these these hedge funds might be short on, uh, it could mean hundreds of millions, billions, or tens of billions of dollars to exercise all those calls. And if they exercise all those calls, then it pushes all of the burden of covering the naked shorts onto the options market because the options market made a whole bunch of these calls completely naked don't have the shares to cover for them. So uh, we'll see squeezes on all sorts of different sides from options houses being squeezed to uh, uh, the, the hedge funds themselves being squeezed as a result. So that's rule, that's rule number five. And that is something that I think is very important to trigger uh, margin calls and or the squeeze in general. Okay, let's see here. There's a couple of people that have also Oh, Ryan Albertson, thank you so much. That was, it's very kind. And to the, to the new tire fund that goes uh, from Get Real, uh, my, gen, my 20th January, January 23, $17 calls ripped to $500,000 on the breaker stop trading. And then went, uh, then went, went back to normal price action. What happened? I don't know. Sorry, man. That, oh man, those. That would have been heaven to be able to trigger that $500,000 call option. Holy cow. That's a lottery ticket. I have no idea what happened, and I am so sorry. I wonder if we were with Robinhood or uh, uh, one of the other kind of sub brokers that, that do all, the, all their buying on margin. They may have been stopped from being able to do anything, be my guess, to keep from going bankrupt themselves. Uh, oh, uh, Jareeth, uh, again, what's the new rule I just mentioned going in effect? That's the rule number five. Uh, I think is scheduled for the 13th of this month. So what day is it? 10 days from now? Uh, yeah, and that's that can be awesome. Okay. Get real, remember me from Twitter. I don't know. <laughs> is your Twitter name the same? <laughs> All right. Uh, from Jeff Fallsgraf, I think that's how you say it. Oh, 50 bucks. Dang, Jeff, thank you. That that definitely helps with the tire. Um, uh, uh, yeah. And he says, uh, helps with the tire, helps with the tire. Thanks for your input. Nice to hear from someone not directly reading from Reddit. I'm getting shredded on Reddit right now. I'm <laughs> If I log in there, people hate my guts. Oh, man. Um, you know, they're like, he's just a sellout going for likes and subscribes trying to make a buck off of this. Well, fucking duh. <laughs> you know, oh, 
I who who isn't invested in these meme stocks? Who isn't trying to make any money off of it? I don't understand why they're so butthurt about that. Anyway, uh, Reddit's crazy. They they are they can be cruel there. Okay, and thanks, thank you. Oh, sorry, Joe. I said Jeff. I said my, oh my goodness, Joe. Joe Flat Falls Graph. I hope I'm saying that right. Joe Falls Graph. Again, like tiny screen, terrible eyeballs. Okay. Have you read the latest DD post on Superstock linking AMC and GME? It's worth looking into. I have not read it. Um, sorry, I've been on the road and haven't been doing as much reading as I normally do. Um, so, sorry, Nicholas, I can't I can't answer any link on that. I think um, the the big link for me, without reading the article, is that these hedge funds all shorted the same 50 or 100 stocks, and so when one of them one of those hedge funds get margin called. It just is a chain reaction all the way down the line. So we're gonna see stocks we don't even know about shoot to the moon. Um, and I also have a personal theory that I think a whole bunch of OTC exchange stocks might moonshot as well because they ruthlessly short those things. You'll see stocks that have you know a one million float and there's a billion shares trading in a day. And those stocks, uh, they are, you know, they're trading for a penny. And all of a sudden, you know, they might get margin called, and those things might go to several dollars, or hundreds of dollars, for some reason. And I, I, I'm wondering which ones we'll see uh, go pop. Okay. Monroe Tyner, please read this aloud. My Dixie wrecked. It's hilarious. Please, LMAO. There you go, Monroe. All right. That'll be for. Uh, my, my stalker to post later. Okay. If you were the shorting hedge funds and on dire straits, how would you fight to win? This is from Limit22. Uh, so I smell it before it gets to me. Um, I think what the hedge funds are doing with what they're trying to do, which is they're pumping and dumping crypto. Uh, they're probably trying to short other stocks at the moment to make money. And they're going to try to draw this out for as long as possible because, you know, if we think about uh, early on the pandemic, we had this super spike potential for how many infections there would be, and it would be be concentrated over like a few weeks, but a whole bunch of people would get sick, and it would overrun the hospitals, would be terrible. So we tried to flatten that curve and draw as many the infections over as long a period of time to keep the hospitals from getting overwhelmed. The same thing with the shorts want to do. The shorts don't want this to squeeze all at once because then a whole bunch of funds get margin called and the price is way up here. They wanna draw it out over, over months or years and keep that price from going too high so that eventually everything can cover or everyone forgets about it and they can continue to drive it down to zero. And I think that's probably their uh, uh, only saving, only way to save themselves, honestly. Okay. Um, younger people can hold the calls longer. No offense to younger people. <laughs> if you only have three months to live, I guess I guess call options aren't for you. Alright, Jiu-Jitsu Nerd. Deep in the money call sweeps were purchased today and expire on Friday. I saw large call sweeps at $25 and $40. Thoughts as who and why? Hmm. Perhaps uh, you know, some shorts are probably trying to get out, maybe? I don't know. Or 
you have Longs that uh, uh, bought a bunch and they're seeing this, the price on them skyrocket and they can make a huge fortune off of that. I mean, if you can get make 10x off your investment, do it. Uh, question, I have a June 30 call option, 60 con, uh, contracts of AMC. Oh, sorry, Jiu-Jitsu, thank you. Thank you for, for, for uh, super chatting. This super chat's fantastic. I think I can now pay off the tire. <laughs> this is awesome. Uh, wow, I am blown away. Um, question, uh, sorry, this is Bob, Bob Sylvester. Question, I have a June 30 call option, 60 contracts. If AMC uh, keeps going up, does the... Uh, 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 does Ivy time decay still happen? Um, June 30th. It still happens uh, as you get closer. Right now, I think those things are, are money. And if the gamma continues uh, through the end of the week and, and next week, um, I think you're making a buttload off of those things. Uh, so, you know, what, what you want is you want a really quick rise and the, uh, the, the, um, the, the price starts to spike a whole bunch. And if you get a steep drop and the price plummets, if you get a steady rise, the, the, the price doesn't go quite as fast. Um, so like earlier today when, when we saw that huge jump and trading shut down for a little bit on AMC, uh, you know, those options that I sold at $1,700 yesterday hit 5,000 in like minutes. It was nuts. And then I bonked my head while I was at the discount tire in Las Vegas trying to find a tire for my truck <laughs> which now I've had to drive to Utah to get the tire because that's the only place they are <clears throat> okay uh, Jack Dickey when are you gonna start to sell um, when I'm gonna start to sell is when the price gets to a point where I think I can retire off of it that's that's my selling point uh, there's a dude ripping on me on reddit saying that Houston Wednesday is gonna sell on the way up so here's the thing and it's the mental experiment I've been working on. If when the MOAS happens and the hedge funds get margin called and the trading computers start taking over, meaning the trading computers are going to try and clear this as fast as they can and resolve everything as fast as they can. So they're just going to buy whatever limit orders are the lowest first and then buy, 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 buy until they get to the next level. And they're going to buy those. Then the next level, they're going to buy those until those positions are covered. Now, if you're looking for that curve where it spikes and then drops again on the backside, a whole bunch of people saying they're going to sell on the backside. My issue with that is if the trading computers are buying whatever's available when it's available, the minute they don't have to buy anymore, then the buying pressure is gone. They're done, they're out. And so if you wait to sell on just the backside, there might not be any more purchasing happening from the trading computers. If there's no purchasing happening from the trading computers, the regular investors sure as hell aren't going to buy a share for hundred thousand dollars. So uh, that uh, uh, kind of defeats the purpose. So I think sell when you feel as though you can retire. That's my that's my advice, not financial advice. But that's what I'm going to do. And when the price gets to something where I never have to work again, I'm going to sell my first share and I'm going to sell the next share for fifty percent more than that until it goes all the way up. And the minute I feel like it's it's crashing, I'll just sell the rest. And I hope 
I hope I make it out of that and I can buy a new four-wheel drive RV and then the dog and I can be much more comfortable. So that's, that's what I'm doing. <clears throat> Getting into the June 18 at 37 cents was the best decision I ever made. Man, I got in at 60 cents and I thought it was pretty great and then today was even better and I wish I hadn't sold. Okay. What part does big money play in this? Um, I think the big money might might wait until they see all the gazelles of the, of the hedge funds wounded on the Savannah and then they might start uh, doing limit orders for insane prices just to trigger this thing. Because why not? I mean, if you're sitting on seven, eight million shares and you put in some limit orders at $10,000 a share, well, you're going to get them. And the millions will make, uh, in the end, will exceed anything beyond uh, what they spent on those few shares they listed. When I said it's going to be burpy, I am burpy. Sorry about that. Microwave burritos from a motel, from a, uh, yeah, are not the best thing to eat at 9 o'clock at night. <laughs> okay. Can these hedgies declare bankruptcy and avoid paying out? Uh, if they declare bankruptcy, then it's the insurance, the, the bank that lent them on margin and the uh, clearinghouse that has to pay. So, you know, the hedgies might be bankrupt, but there's still a system in place that has to pay out and clear and clear all these shares. Okay. Why should we pay taxes for synthetic shares when they should not exist? That's, that is a good question. Uh, oh, where'd that, where'd that, sorry, I just scrolled too far. This little screen is really hard to navigate and I'm really far behind on um, what people have been messaging. Sorry, one sec, trying to get back to where, ah, oh my gosh, you guys have commented so much, I can't keep up. Okay, here's Gregory Davis. Oh, thank you, Gregory. Uh, hey, Houston, I got three call options for 40 bucks June 18th um, that are way up. I need some advice on how to play it. Oh, man. Uh, I think this week and next week the price is probably going to go higher. Um, I sold those options I had yesterday because I needed you know rent money and whatnot and to pay for my tire. Uh, I wish I hadn't sold because I would have made another $5,000. Um, but sell when you're comfortable and you're like, man, uh, well, that's sell when you're comfortable and then you may have some regrets or you may win in the end. I don't know. But I do think that, I do think that AMC in the next uh, few days this week and next week, the prices could go higher. So I think there's a gamma squeeze going on. So no matter what, you're probably going to make bank on those $40 calls. Okay. There was, how do I get there? Oh, oh, yeah, Joe, Joe sent me, uh, Another 20 bucks for, for pronouncing his last name correctly. Whew. All right. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you. Okay. Stock up of food and water. Yes. So yesterday when in, in the desert when I got stuck, it was 105 degrees when I started digging the truck out. And four hours later when I finally got it out, it was 116 degrees. And the dog and I drank like all the water. I We... We got to the hotel, drank probably another gallon and a half each, and I still think I was pissing dark brown. It was, I, I lost probably 10 pounds on the desert. All right, poop on camera from Rando Lando. 
Uh, that's going to cost a lot in the super chat for me to do that. Ever dance the devil in the pale moonlight? Yes. Um, okay. Rando, Rando Lando is really into scat. Um, is there a way to just erase these synthetics, like delete button? No. Those synthetics are IOUs, and uh, you can't just delete them. You either have to buy a legit share and replace a synthetic with that legit share, or buy the synthetic back, and then you can delete it. But otherwise, you can't do it. it the, the, the laws don't allow to just delete those shares. So, uh, Baldwin Velasquez, no, they can't just delete the synthetics, because then they go to jail for fraud. None your beeswax. Houston, love you, Houston. I want to stalk you. Get in line. Get in line, man. Houston, you need some mods. Yeah, probably. I've just figured it out now because I think there's 3,000 of you who have logged in at some point. So I, this is all new to me having to deal with this. Um, <laughs> your posture is improving. That's because I'm in this, uh, whoa, this chair goes back really far. This hotel chair. My chair at home uh, is a lazy, lazy chair. Okay. Let's see here. Poop, 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 poop. Randall Lando. Poop, 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 poop. GME 350 tomorrow, AMC 100? Very possible. The last time GME got really close to 350 is we shot, we saw like the biggest short attack ever. And it dropped it to what, like 160 or something in just a matter of minutes. Uh, I don't think they have the ammunition to fight that anymore. And I don't think they're, the, they're being allowed to use their market maker status to short that, that way, do a short attack. So I think they don't quite have, have the ammo or the, the ability to um, fight that anymore. So I think that's, I think we can see some big prices if the buying pressure keeps up, especially with the gamma squeeze. What's your opinion on how quickly we'll see 10,000? I don't know. Uh, that's with AMC, it's from John Gonzalez. My, my thinking AMC, I'm, and I'm trying to, to read up more on it, is that it's hard to gauge how much people can demand for their shares because there's like 10 times or more of the float than there are of some of the other uh, meme stocks that, are, that, that can be squeezed. Um, but on the other side, 85% of the shares are owned by uh, retail investors. So, you know, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. Uh, you know, people say $100,000 a floor, a million dollars a floor. I don't know what the floor is. It's really hard for me to gauge. So, if if it's 10,000, when that squeeze happens, my my guess is it'll go pretty quick, uh, minus whatever. Uh, 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 what are those things called? The circuit breakers happen to stop trading. Rando Lando, probably eat poop. I'm, you know, Lando, I think I'm gonna have to put you in a little timeout here. Uh, timeout. Too much poop talk. I like poop jokes, but uh, the entire feed's getting full of them. Okay, let's see here. Let's see what, uh, Austin Denny, in your opinion, how many AMC synthetics do you think exist? I think it's well over a billion, probably two billion or more synthetics, just judging from uh, the trades done in the OTC market. Uh, back in was it February uh, huge amount of trades off the books and the OTC and I think there's probably billions of synthetics out there 
Uh, hey, Lazong, Houston, can you tell us about your background and how you're so, know so knowledgeable about stock market works? Uh, my background is not in stocks. My background, I've got degrees in geography, geology, astrophysics, space studies, and working on uh, a, a master's in history right now. Um, I day traded for a bit, uh, but the problem is, is that I'm not a morning person. And to, day, to adequately day trade, you have to be get up in the morning. And as an astronomer, I don't do mornings. So uh, most, mostly that's from my day trading days uh, oh so long ago. And um, I just read a lot. That's that's how I, I I read. I read everything. I read everything I can, and that's where my knowledge base comes from. Uh, okay. This is from Ben for your tire. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much, Ben. Uh, David P, a fellow electrical engineer here. Uh, just a shout out to you, friend. Space is a common thing for us. Enjoy, enjoy the conversations I've seen with you. Thank you so much. All right. Okay, how do I? Okay. Da, 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 da. David Dumas, Dumas, tell me to go to bed. I do have to go to bed. Okay. Hey, Houston, what do you think the most biggest indicator, single most biggest indicator that hedge funds have not yet covered their short position? Um, the fact the price hasn't spiked like crazy. Uh, all those hedge funds claimed that they had covered their positions back in January and February when the trading had halted, but not enough volume had taken had, had transpired to close those positions, and uh, the price wouldn't have dropped to forty dollars if they were closing those positions. If they were closing those positions, the price would have consistently gone higher. That's the biggest indicator they have not yet covered their short positions. Um, also, uh, because we still see a whole bunch of uh, shills popping up on Twitter and Reddit and other places telling people, oh, the fake squeeze is happening. Oh, you know, you should get out and sell now. Uh, the fact that people are, are being paid to go online and say that stuff is a great indicator that it hasn't happened yet. Okay. All right. Um, borrowed 140,000, uh, is that shares? That, that's not, 140,000 shares won't do squat. That's kind of how that works. There's not enough shares to make a drop in the bucket. Okay. Keep GME as high as they can as you can. Uh, they will print naked shorts desperately to crash in between now and then uh, when the heart stops pumping. Um, yeah, uh, GME's got to remain high for us to uh, uh, get the margin called eventually. Okay. Uh, Robert Franklin, Matt Coors wants to have you on his live stream or do a live video. Hit him up on Twitter. All right, Matt Coors, uh, I'll totally hit you up. Thank you, Robert. Uh, Mark Strussler. So I'm looking for having the best quote over the last six months. They have not sold. All they've done is just bought more, and there's no answer for that. It's like Art of War Mastery by a bunch of idiots. That's a pretty good quote. I, I thought it was funny. <laughs> Clout Daddy. Uh, thank you. Uh, we're going to see a short-term market crash or correction around the peak of this. I think it's very possible. I talked about this in the last live stream. Um, you know, these short hedge funds that have their long-term assets, which are this much, and then they're over-leveraged 10, 20, 30 times on margin. And so if the price skyrockets on some of their shares that are on margin, their debt-to-asset ratio might be too insane for the banks to keep them on. 
and, and they margin call them. So if they margin call them, they have to sell off these assets to start paying for this stuff. If they sell off these, it floods the market with blue chip stocks and those blue chip stocks will drop. And if those blue chip stocks drop, then the other hedge funds will see their assets under management also drop, which will make too much leverage on their margin side and cause them to be, be margin called, which then they sell off their blue chip assets and that drops the price even further. So I think it's very possible we'll see um, a really depressed price on the blue chips when these hedge funds get margin called. And we'll get paid a pile of money for our shares, so it's a perfect chance for us to uh, take that money, buy the blue chips at the depressed price, and then when the correction's over, that stock price is gonna go right back up again. So Cloud Daddy, that's what I'm, that's what I'm banking on and that's what I'm shooting for. So. When I make money, I'm hoping to make it twice by buying up all those blue chips. And then I can rest easy with dividend stocks and not have to ever look at the stock market again if I don't want to. So just drive around the truck with a dog. SK, uh, if AMC only gamma squeezes right now, is it smart to hold for the short squeeze even if it takes a couple of months? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm holding until I think a price is uh, retirement worthy. So that's what I'm shooting for, SK. Justin Lewis? Thanks for the thanks for thanks for the donation for the uh, it's not donation you give gift you're giving me money fantastic thank you okay let's see here um, realistically can the price of AMC reach ten ten thousand uh, dollars within the current uh, uh, time to cover shorts five days I don't know um, again I'm not I'm not entirely sure. Uh, when or how or what the, the floor will be or the ceiling, 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 I guess will be um, if you can reach 10,000. Sorry, SK, I, I don't have much knowledge. How long will it take? You know, I think it will take several days simply because of how many um, times, you know, the price is skyrocketing because these margin calls are happening and the trading computers are buying whatever's available. Then trading's gonna shut down every time it, it rises too fast. It's gonna shut down for five, 10 minutes and then start all over again. So it's gonna be lots of halts throughout the day, which is just gonna draw this out uh, longer unless the SEC and the powers that be uh, remove those circuit breakers and let just let it go. Okay. Um. Okay, from uh, Jeron P420, uh, do you think a. Aaron, uh, uh, Adam Aaron purposely sold those shares to Mudrick because he knew what would happen, essentially setting the short trap. Yeah, I mean, if, if you can do a, a, an off-the-book sale, it's like dark pool sale to a buddy of yours for a bunch of shares, you know the thing's going to moon, and you, you just set it up so you, you now have a friend that's going to make a pile of money off of this. I'm not sure what rules and regulations are involved uh, on that, but yeah, they can make a lot of money. Will, the DC, will DTC suspend out-of-the-money call options on GME and AMC? I don't think they can. And it would be the, the OCC, the Options uh, uh, Clearing Corporation, I think, that would, that would suspend that if they were to do it. But I think what they've, their plan is is to let um, others who weren't a member of the OCC be able to buy up the assets of the uh, options houses who sold all those options 
Um, so that would be a way of generating the money needed to cover all those calls. That rule went into effect last week, I believe. Is it rule three? I can't keep it straight in my head at the moment, sorry. <clears throat> Happy feet. Okay. Justin Lewis, uh, I know you do not give financial advice, but if you had, say, $10,000, how when would, you, would you buy GME and AMC, and how would you decide to sell at the optimal time? I would have bought it months ago if I had $10,000. Yeah, uh, right now, I think, if I, if I had $10,000 right now, I would wait for a short attack and then buy call options. That's what I would do if I had 10,000 um, bucks. I would wait for a short attack to plunge that, those call option prices, and then when they run out of, out of, out of uh, shares, they can use that short attack, the price will keep on going again, and then you get that nice IV and the, and, and the, the money will just grow on a tree out of those things because it's so volatile right now. <clears throat> so Justin Lewis, that's what I would do if I had $10,000. Okay. I think I got rid of the Rando Lando guy. Did he disappear finally? Um, this is from Sitting Bull. West Christian in the Utah uh, Superstock revealed the SEC has often ignored real evidence of proxy voting being fraud. Proxy vote will just be pu uh, publicity to non-believers that squeezes real. Uh, yeah, I mean, that, that can work too. Um, I think West Christian was the one also talked about the company that, that uh, sued because there were so many synthetics sued the short hedge funds and, and got some uh, undisclosed settlement money out of that. Okay. Oh, you're being transparent. Shame on you, Leo. I, I guess that's uh, uh, facetious. Yeah, I'll be transparent. <laughs> Okay, Charles uh, bids Houston. Don't you think at the point uh, at this point, sorry, if the short could cover, they would have. The problem is that they can't. They can't afford to. I don't think they can afford to cover. I think you're right, Charlie's Charlie's bids. Um, if they could afford to cover, they would have done it. And in their experience, they never have to cover unless they're forced to. I don't think they will unless they're forced to. Uh, you know, we see articles and rumors talking about. Citadel and Melvin and other hedge funds starting to take their cash and offshore into other accounts uh, because I think they're expecting to get vaporized out of, into nothingness, just absolutely obliterated. So um, they, uh, uh, so when they do get margin called, that cash can't be found. That's why that's why you offshore that money, and I think that's there's that's how they're going to save themselves even if they can't save the hedge fund itself or their client's money, is that they're just taking it all, shipping it offshore. <clears throat> so yeah, they're, they're not they're not gonna cover until they're forced to. Okay. AMC gamma squeezes right now. Is it smart to hold for the short squeeze? Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm holding for the short squeeze because the short squeeze is going to be bigger than any gamma squeeze. Uh, the, ga the gamma is like what can trigger a short squeeze, I think. It's 
one of the trick one of the possible triggers if that gamma keeps going higher and higher and higher uh, but the short squeeze when those those hedge funds are margin called is when it goes, it's gonna go bonkers okay am I at the bottom I think I'm at the bottom here oh maybe not um, What's my guess best guess best guess what will happen for AMC tomorrow? Um, the immediate buying pressure from the options guys whose options went in the money last Friday will probably slow down. But then we'll see another wave kick up if the price stays high of a new round of those option guys buying more stocks to cover their their contracts. And if it ends up at 60, 70 bucks by Friday. There's so many call options that are gonna go on the money on Friday that even a week later, it'll go bonkers. So uh, that this short trading week is, is a godsend for doing a gamma squeeze because that's one, one less day they have to slow down that buying pressure. So I think this week we'll continue to, to see a steady trend upwards, be my prediction. Um, are you still gonna buy the Seattle Mariners? Yes, yes I am. <laughs> And I'm going to bring in nothing but knuckleballers. Okay, uh, Taco Swamper. I love the names. Uh, call options are stupid expensive right now. I'm not sure if I should buy shares or wait for the MOAS or wait for Shortech to drop price and then buy, buy options. I also say the word on us. <laughs> yeah, I mean, wait, wait for, if you're going to buy call options, wait for a heavy short attack before you buy them. If, you, if it keeps climbing, you're not going to get a good price. You want that, that, that big drop and... You know, you'll you'll see you'll if you watch the call options chart. I mean, Robinhood is garbage as a company, but they do have fantastic uh, 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 graphic graphic user interface, um, and you can track the options really well with their graphs really quickly. And so that's that's one reason to keep around. Use that, and then have another phone that you can buy on Schwab or Fidelity or whatever uh, to do your options. Okay, Taco Swamper, come on, click. All right. Uh, James P, have you looked into the BAM investor guy on Twitter? He has AMC at 88 tomorrow and 300 by uh, the 9th over the last three weeks. Oops, I'm losing you. Uh, over the last three weeks, he's nearly 100% of his calls down to the minute. I have not checked him out. I guess I'll have to. Um, 88 tomorrow seems very possible with the gamma still going. And if that triggers more gamma next week, 300 by the end of the week, yeah, that's it's possible. And all of a sudden, it's trading at the GameStop territory. So, you know, think about if it's at $200 a share, that's what a $160 billion market cap for AMC, and that's so wildly out of any rational um, uh, market evaluation for a company that you know, in a good year, makes a billion bucks. So. I think that tells everyone that there's a squeeze going on if, if price gets to that point. Um, you know, if, if you're if this company all of a sudden, because of the gamma squeeze, becomes a Fortune 50 company as a result, uh, that's bonkers. <laughs> so, yeah, um, if, it's, if it hits 300 by the ninth, that that would be absolutely astounding. <clears throat> okay. Uh, $12 calls at 618 about three weeks ago for a couple hundred bucks. Oh, Dr. Matt, you, you got yourself some sweet money right there. 
Can I prove I'm live? Bento box? I'm here. I'm alive. Do you think we see a big sip dip for the squeeze for AMC? I, I think the short hedge runs will try a short attack. So yeah, I think we'll see dips. Definitely. Yeah, Mark Cap is stupid high right now. Okay. Yeah, buy options as far out as possible. I, I, uh, uh, that's what I, I try to buy options at least three months or further ahead if I can when I do buy them. Um, namely, get a better price. And when the, the volatility goes bonkers, it goes bonkers along with everything else. So you can exercise them, you can sell them, you can do whatever. Okay. Um, I'm not sure how much longer I'm going to last here. Well, well, uh, uh, oh, uh, Beats by DeWood. What penny stocks are shorted that nobody knows about? Um, all of them. The penny stocks get shorted constantly. Those, those, those OTC guys have like no protection. Uh, so if you're listening to OTC, you're screwed. I've, I've thought about, um, you know, and I don't know if I want the capital to do this, but I thought about making a honeypot where you make a company, you get, I don't know, $2 million in investment. You take one million of it, you put it into like vanguards and blue chips or whatever. Take the other million, you put that into a cash account. And then you sell one million shares for whatever your company is. And you just like get shorted to oblivion. You sell them at a dollar each and then it's down to like three cents and then it's down to three tenths of a cent and then it's down to like three ten thousandths of a cent. The price is just so teeny tiny and there's hundreds and millions and whatever shares being generated. And then what you do is you offer uh, a $1 dividend. And so the short hedge funds either have to come up with a dollar for every single one of those billion shares they made or they have to buy them all up. And I think it would work. <laughs> Just honeypot capital investments. I don't know, out of the company. And see what happens. That's my, that's the plan I have milling in my head. Anyone's welcome to use it. Yeah. Louis Armador, see your belly button. Yeah, well, I have one. We all we all have one. Okay. All right. Elise Mendoza, thank you so much. Uh, uh, for yeah, thank you, thank you so much. Okay. Um. Yeah. Anyone else have any other questions? I think I'm at the bottom of my list here. Can you give some quick thoughts? Oops. Uh, this is from Andrew Stewart. Can you give some quick thoughts on any exploring you've done in Wyoming and Colorado? Uh, yeah. Um, Wyoming, natural resource speaking, is the wealthiest 100,000 square miles probably in the entire world. Uh, what's amazing is there was a, a professor of geology at the University of Wyoming who made some amazing books, uh, Dan Husel. And He's one of the most profound uh, exploratory geologists that probably ever existed. But it appears he was so awful to deal with that the legislature in Wyoming, whenever he made a profound discovery of diamonds or emeralds or sapphires or rubies, they would make a law specifically against mining those things because I think they just hate his guts so much. Uh, and so nothing could really get exploited there. But in just... There's a, there's a, a, a semi-precious stone called Iolite. It was this gemstone of the Vikings. And it, when you got um, um, parallel light or diffracted light, it would change color. And in cloudy days, 
the uh, Vikings could use the stone to see where the sun was on a cloudy day and they could find which direction they were traveling. Uh, and in Iolite, it's a beautiful blue stone, there's an estimated $17 trillion of Iolite in Wyoming alone. And uh, there's a buttload of uh, diamondiferous kimberlite pipes in Wyoming. And all these ranchers are growing cows on a bunch of scrub brush, probably have billions or trillions of dollars of diamonds in the ponds that these cows are drinking from. But no one's mining it. All, all they care about in Wyoming is coal. Coal is stupid. Uh, and I don't know why the coal lobby is so powerful when these gem lobbies could come in and just mine this stuff to oblivion and make piles of money. Uh, Northern Colorado, a bunch of kimberlite and diamonds. That's where my diamond claims are. I've got diamond claims in Southern Wyoming and uh, Northern Colorado. And, you know, I go out for a few weeks with some friends and I can dig up 80 carats of diamonds in a few weeks. And that's enough to... to pay for the adventures and everything else. I, someday I might do a commercial operation, but that's what I do for now. Uh, and ghost towns, there's so many ghost towns, uh, especially Wyoming. Um, it's hard, hard to find ghost towns in Colorado because it's a much more populous place. Okay. How many days think, think between the uh, AMC Gamma Squeeze and the Short Squeeze? I don't know. Uh, the Short Squeeze is gonna take those those margins being called and that depends on when those banks and lenders are are going to call them so i'm not sure i'm not sure how long that's going to take um ah sorry I, when i scroll to the bottom it just starts going so fast i can't keep up do you think there's a price range for amc or gme that was specifically trigger margin calls this is from uh, micah um i think GME is probably around the 350 line, uh, namely because we saw that huge short attack when it hit 348 back in March, and they drove that thing down as hard and fast as they could. I think because if they got above 350, uh, they were starting to look tenuous. I'm not sure what that price is now because of how much pumping and dumping of uh, the crypto stocks have happened. Um, yeah, so uh, uh, who knows where it is at the moment? I'm sure if we see a huge short attack, that might give us a clue as to where it is. Uh, so let's let's wait and see. I bet, I bet there'll be a, hef a hefty short attack on Friday for sure, trying to keep all those options out of the money. <clears throat> okay. What I see GME by Friday? I bet GME is over 300 by Friday for sure. That's that's easy peasy. Um, yeah. So. Where am I at? I'm in I'm in Utah, man. Wonderful, wonderful Utah, where all the road numbers are insanely large. Uh, I hope AMC moons first so I can buy more GME. Yeah, why not? <laughs> you know, sell your AMC for thousands of dollars, buy some GME for hundreds of dollars. Sounds like a good plan to me. I mean, I was thinking three months ago the other way around that GMC would moon. I'd buy a whole bunch of AMC shares with it, but I think everything's. Once those margin calls happen, I think everything's going at once. Okay. Uh, the last hot sauce. Uh, GME has over 800 million shares that needs to be covered. I think that's probably about right. I think it's 500 million to a billion that need to be covered. Um, uh, how high do you think this brings the stock up? Do I think the squeeze will happen this month? I, if, if the board at GME declare a crypto dividend, I think the squeeze happens this month. That in combination with the, the rule five going to effect on the 13th, 
I think I think that's that's when we see the squeeze happen. I don't see how they draw it out past June. Uh, keep this thing going personally. So the last hot sauce. That's my opinion. We'll see if I'm right. I don't know. I thought I thought the squeeze was going to happen in March, but they managed to make up a bunch of shares and drive that thing down when it got 350. So they might have some tricks up their sleeve that we're not seeing. Okay. Uh, what up with the 28 billion uh, reported? Sorry, Sitting Bull. What up with the reported 28 billion in cash raised by Citadel last week? Are they getting ammo ready to do battle? They must be. I don't know where they've got 28 billion from, especially when they had to like sell junk bonds to get 600 million. So my guess is they must have sold a bunch of uh, crypto or something to get that. Okay. Um, DTC Rule 5, how do you get the 13th, the day of the 13th? I think that was, uh, where did I read that? I think that was, they had like a 45 day comment period and if they didn't get any comments, the automatic trigger date was the 13th. I'll have to um, go look at that again. I get, I'll be honest, I flip around some of those in my head and also I flip around June and July a lot in my head because uh, I'm never in school then, and it's a summer, and it all blends together. So if I'm wrong about that, I apologize. I think it's June 13th is when that gets triggered. Okay. Yes, sir, Power. I hope that, I hope that answers your question. Can hedge funds short pre-market or after hours? Um, I'm not sure the rule on that. I think they, they're allowed to short after hours. The problem is that the buying pressure generally isn't there to really drive stock, uh, 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 to, to accept that. Um, and plus a lot of those guys, they want to go home. <laughs> okay. Do you think if AMC dumped all that money into GME, we would have squeeze ready? That'd be hilarious if they, if they just bought each other's stock with other, with other profits, that'd be awesome. Uh, yeah. Oh, did I not answer the question all the way for your last hot sauce? Um, how high do you think the 800 million share could bring the price up? Six figures easily, and I bet the peak, someone will sell for millions or tens of millions of dollars a fractional share or something. Uh, because those trading computers will buy whatever's available. And if the only thing available for a nanosecond happens to be someone to put a share price in for $69 million or whatever, then the trading computer is going to buy that until more shares appear. Uh, for sale uh, in, in the limit orders or people offering at market price or whatever. So um, I think the I think the, per, the, the person or people who sell at the absolute peak will get just stupid ridiculous prices for a full share or uh, uh, for um, fractional shares. And you know, maybe, maybe some squeezing will happen if people just put in ridiculous prices for fractional shares right now on their trading apps. If they you know, offer to buy $100 for a tenth of a share or something. We might, we might see some huge price, price action. We may see some of the whales start to do that. What's the name of the glasses frames? These are Oakley Metal Plate Ducati series. They're a little older. My brother used to be an engineer at Oakley and uh, this is the last free pair of sunglasses I met or eyeglasses I may ever get. I'm gonna have to pay for them from this point forward. But if it squeezes, I'm getting my eyes lasered. That's my promise to myself. So that's the nice thing I'm gonna do for myself. Okay. I got 499 from someone. Uh, it's an Arabic name, and I cannot read Arabic. I'm sorry, but thank you so much. Uh, 
Thank you. <laughs> okay. Let's see here. Um, Tire Float is trading multiple times over uh, more than 3.2 million apes, really 85%. Yeah. Um, that's, I think, synthetics, definitely. If, if the apes are holding their shares, they're not doing anything about it. They're not selling. And you're seeing hundreds of millions of shares sell. That is probably synthetics being generated. Uh, uh, option houses bounce these things back and forth with, with uh, uh, hedge funds. And we might be seeing you know the, the, the price skyrocketing because shorts are selling more thinking that, oh, it's an awesome peak. Later, the price will be cheaper and we'll be able to uh, survive. I don't know. OK. Man, a lot of people want my belly button and poo. Belly button, belly button. All right, belly button guy. You're going to go and time out. Ah, whoops. I can't find belly button guy again. There he is. Belly button. Ah, I need a mod. There we go. Time out. Okay. Marwa. Marwa, thank you. Thank you so much. Okay. Um, four times many fake shares. Yeah, so there's just a ton of fake shares. This, this is this is where the SEC has completely failed us. Is how many fake shares get generated? And if you ask them, like, oh, it, it doesn't happen. It's against the rules. But they they don't do it. They never. They, we've proven for years that these that these uh, uh, hedge funds have been creating naked shorts and selling them. They just use the reg show as a cover saying, oh yeah, some guy over there promised he has those shares. And so if I actually need them, I, I have a way of getting them. And they never cover. They're just a bunch of jerks. And it's it's, it's crime. What is what they're doing is a crime, even though they found a loophole. Okay. All right. How low the dips be? I have no idea. There's, you know, there have been squeezes in the past, but there's been no squeezes like this ever. Um, again, this is one of those things I try to picture in my mind what these trading computers are doing and what the forensic accountants and all the regulators at the clearinghouse may have to deal with is, you know, the hedge funds are bankrupted. The banks are using cash to buy these things. The insurance policy is using cash to buy these things. The Federal Reserve may print money to dump in the banks to finish covering all these positions. And when the trading computers are buying stuff, they don't know what they're buying. They're just buying shares that are available. They don't know if they're legit, they don't know if they're synthetic. And so when they buy them at the end of the day, when they have to clear the books, they're going to be like, okay, it's a real share. I can use this share to cover the synthetic. That synthetic is gone. This is synthetic. This is synthetic from this hedge fund that went bankrupt. We can delete that. This is a real share. It can go here, replace this one. And so we might see, you know, them clear a whole bunch of stuff in the evening and then realize that they need more and the next day they'll buy a whole bunch uh uh you know they might buy 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 and in the last hour of trading they may run out of cash for the day and they might not be able to buy so they may see a, a sharp drop and the next day when they get more cash from the federal government or from whoever we may see another spike in the morning and then they buy all the shares they physically can all the, all the money they have and then uh, uh uh and then and then that drops again so we, it might it might take days for this to happen. And cola caps, you are uh, time out. <laughs> All right, Matthew Timmons one dollar. Oh, thank you, Matt. I know Matt. Matt, 
I'm worth every penny, I promise. <laughs> I'll use that dollar to buy you something nice. How about that? Okay. All right. Yes, individually block people when they're annoying. By all means. Okay. Um... Oh, it's Cola Caps? Is that Rick Rynearson again trying to stalk me and talk about me getting sued? Whatever, Rick. Okay. That's my stalker. What blue chips do I think are worth investing in? Um, the two kinds of blue chips worth investing in dividend stocks. You can, you can do an internet search for, internet search for dividend stocks and. Uh, uh, and see which ones have incredible payout for their price. That's always a good way to go. And I would also go for Vanguard funds um, because Vanguard, they just take a huge chunk of the market and they go, I will buy everything because the market over time goes up. And so uh, they constantly get money, you know, they, they constantly make money off of that. Um, and then I'm always a fan of big tech stocks because, you know, for the last 20 years they've proven. So. That's where we are. Oh, okay. Where did <laughs> Matt? You're so kind. <laughs> All right, uh, Singh. Thank you so much. Thank you. I I think you guys have made it so I can pay for that tire. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. Please set up a PayPal payment method. Let me put that in the chat because. Uh, Oh no, I do, uh, can I make a button for that? I'm, I'll make a button for that, I think. Okay. All right, yes, get a life, Rick. I don't need to be your world, buddy. Market sell, limit sell during the squeeze, limit sell. That's what I plan on doing. I'm gonna set crazy high price, and when that sells, I'll set the next one. And when that sells, I'll set the next one. I'm just gonna do it one at a time, because I have so few shares that I can afford to do one at a time. I'm not like, you know, Keith Keel, who has hundreds of thousands of shares he has to deal with. So, yeah. Okay. Um, oh, started to go fast on me again. Hey, good morning from Austria. Fantastic. The, mar yeah, the, market, the market always recovers. That's what happens is that we see a huge ka-chunk and it does just fine. Uh, last year, at the beginning of COVID, when we saw it was like a, almost a 40% drop in the market in a few days, it went right back up again. That's what it does. So when when 08 crash happened, it went down to 6,000, it just climbed right back up again. That's what it does. Okay. Who will pay us for just six figures? My guess is um, banks, insurance, the Fed. Those are, those are the three things I think that will that will pay us when uh, that reaches six figures, and it's going to cost a lot of money to do it. Okay. Uh, all right, people. I've been up since about five in the morning. Um, I uh, I think I might be done for the evening. Uh, oh, what were those orange things I used when I was stuck in the desert? They're called uh, people call them sandboards or they call them recovery boards. Uh, mine are the cheap Chinese knockoffs. 
The Max tracks are the expensive ones and they are ridiculously expensive for pieces of molded plastic. So I got, I think their X-Bull is the Chinese knockoff brand. It's all the same brand as my winch. It's a 13,000 pound winch. I could hang my truck from a ceiling if I wanted to. Um, and it was a great price. So that's what I use. Especially if I'm gonna destroy a truck, I might as well have the cheap stuff because it's expensive <laughs> otherwise. My <laughs> brother says to buy precious metals. Um, gold and silver is a great thing to buy when the market uh, collapses because people like to put that stuff into something that will hold its value. When the market goes down, you'll see metal prices go up. Uh, it happens every single time. So I don't doubt buying into a gold mutual fund or just buying the, the metals outright or just go on eBay and buy a whole bunch of scrap silver or something. I like to play with that stuff and melt it in my garage and then take it to somewhere and sell it. Um, I w I'm going to do a video at some point, probably this summer, where I'll take uh, old scrap electronics and old silver and I'll get a bunch of gold and silver out of it and make bars and ingots in my garage for you all. It's fun to do and get to play with acids and then if you breathe them wrong you die. So it's always a little threat danger. AMC may be more than making five years today. Fantastic. That's a good win. Way to go, Super Wedgie. <laughs> uh, everyone has fun names, but I always just use my own name on these things. Okay. Oh. Do a live stream at Coors. I'll do it. I'll totally do a live stream at Coors. Why not? I'll do a live stream with anyone. I'll chat. Okay. All right. Those Pajeros are bomb-proof. They are. They call them Mitsubishi Monteros here, but that's just right-hander. I wish, wish with the diesel version is what I wish, because those things were super bulletproof. I threw a rod. Uh, first big trip I went to take in this truck. 40 miles in, I threw a rod, and the engine completely seized. And uh, that was expensive to get a new engine put in there. And I wish I wish I had like spent the money on a Cummings diesel or something to put in there, and I just bought a used engine. Oh, well. Oh, well. Okay. All right. Hi, everyone. I'm fading. I'm fading fast. Thank you all so much for joining. Uh, uh, I, I, I love you all. And, and your Super Chat donation has just paid for the new tire I need on the war rig, which means I can go off-roading again tomorrow. So thanks so much. Have a good night. Um, I hope I can uh, do another one. Uh, I'm not sure when I'll be in a hotel next. Probably another three or four days. I might be able to do another one in another couple of days. Or if for some reason I've got 5G out in the middle of nowhere, I will uh, try that as well. But all right. Lots of love to you all. Thank you. Have a great night. And I'll see you later. All right. Good night. Yes. Don't ask me what end I'm ending. Okay.